Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio, where we're looking at very old national championships (laughs) that definitely aren't real. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Talk about the one with Notre Dame got the national title, but another team claimed it and lost to Notre Dame. Yeah, so USC went 10-2 and two one year. I'm trying to find the year. They went 10-2. and two. Uh, Notre Dame went 9-0. and oh. And uh, so this is 1929. USC went 10-2. and two. Notre Dame went 9-0. and oh. Pittsburgh also went 9-1 and one and claimed a national title. But, you know, uh, Pittsburgh – Lost to USC, so that obviously doesn't count. <laughs> and, and Pittsburgh you, had one selector that year. USC went ten and two. Notre Dame went nine and zero. Oh. One of USC's losses was to Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, and USC's like, no, no, we're national title. We're, we're national champions still. That uh, counts. Anything. That's what I'm saying. The A. The, there's no officially recognized national titles. Even though the AP existed, it was like a it was a cluster. There are no officially recognized national titles until 1950. So if you're claiming a title pre 1950, all the all you're telling me is you haven't done anything in 75 years. That's all I hear. Right. Well, PD uh, voted for uh, Pittsburgh um, that year. That is uh, the police department. <laughs> There's, there's like, I mean, the police department of the world. Look, look pre like 1950. There's like 15 different selectors. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's, it's, yeah. it's absurd. Well, and you know what? Frankly, if you have like the majority of the selectors, then I think you should win it. Well, but some of them are like total nonsense. Like, like some of the selectors. Are- I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. The whole thing is nonsense. So if, if we're going to stay in the nonsensical world, yeah, give fair. me every abbreviation possible, and I'm going to give it to you. I'm, I'm Googling right now what uh, college football team claims the most fake national titles. And I'm sure there is an article out there. There has to be. Oh, terrific. We've got one from 
Oh, this was like peak pandemic. ESPN must have been bored. We'll get to that later. What I wanted to get to, that's going to be my, 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 break, my in-break reading all show. What I wanted to get to today was, uh, or after that last segment, was the transfer portal quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You were talking about how the culture of Nebraska has uh, allowed it to retain most of the players, all their players all their so players far right after the season. I would imagine – for Nebraska, you'll see more transfers in the spring period versus the winter period because jobs probably will, make sense. Jobs will start mm-hmm. to shake out, right? Because usually, I feel like you lo- you leave in the winter period if either it's been crystal clear that your job is gone, um, or if you're unhappy in your situation. I don't know that outside of Jeff Sims, I don't know that that applies to just about anyone else on the team. Because, um, like, clearly his job is gone. And so I'm sure there will be some attrition in other places. I'd be pretty surprised about, like, impact guys transferring. Well, and I- at least at the quarterback position, this is where this is where I was kind of thinking about it last night. Because, yes, Coach Rule is all about, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. He's development over the in-and-out uh, fast food restaurant of the portal. And I, I was – I was reflecting on my couch and I thought, huh, I wonder how Husker Nation actually feels about this. Because the majority of people are like, get me a portal quarterback. Get me somebody that wins football games. But the staff has leaned more to, no, we are going to focus on development, having a homegrown roster. I do think quarterback's a little different. But is quarterback only different because of what we saw? Because in the spring, it was, hey, Harburg and Purdy, like, they look really good. Or at least Harburg, uh, because Purdy was injured majority of the time. But, like, Harburg looks really good. Um, You know, Jeff Sims is going to come in, and he'll get the starting reps right away. But then you saw Harburg a little bit, and you're like, oh, wow, see, this is what we talked about. Like, you know, that development that they were working on. But then as the season kind of progressed, right, you saw, like, Harburg was kind of, like, falling into the mix of – Maybe he isn't as good as we think he is. And then Purdy comes in and it's like, hey, it's a splash of uh, brilliance. But this splash of brilliance was built on what? Like, you know, the, the sand? Um, and, and I'm trying to find some water to pack in to make my sand castle? Like, it, the, the floor was so low and, and the expectation was, was, was so a, low yeah. that when you got that bright spot, it was just like, oh, okay, this is nice. We were, but this isn't sustainable. We were this grading. isn't somebody – that, on a curve. Yeah, this isn't yeah. somebody that's winning you football games against the top teams in no. the Big Ten. So, you know, that's why I kind of like sat back and thought, huh, like why, is, why would that be like considered different? Is it only because we know? Or like well, should I, they be still focusing on development because it was only year one and they should be working with those guys again who just got those game reps and, and they can feel good about where they're at? It's kind of like a weird spot, but ultimately where I landed was you have to bring somebody in that has success in not turning the football over mm-hmm. and has had a lot of game reps. You need somebody that's played a lot of football. Like that, I think, is the two most important things right now. Somebody that has a lot of games on their tool belt and somebody that doesn't turn the football over. Yeah, I, I think there's... So a couple things that I think make quarterback different are, A, 
nothing works on offense without a quarterback that's at least functional, right? You can afford to develop and hide, you know, maybe you've got a guard that you don't feel 100% about. You can scheme things up a certain way to send help his way with, you know, tight ends or blockers in the backfield or, you know, you can run away from his side of the line as much as possible. Like there's things you can do to get around, say, a guard you don't feel great about. Or if you've got some receivers that don't, you know, we saw this with with Malachi Coleman and and, and Jalen Lloyd and, and some of the young guys, you know, yeah, they're not real comfortable running some of these routes. We're going to stay in their wheelhouse there. Or, you know, on defense, if your secondary is like, ah, you know, this guy's not really comfortable on an island, you can kind of roll help his way over the top. Or, you know, there's things you can do at almost every other position. It's really hard to hide a quarterback. And so, yeah, you can hand it up the ball off a ton, but you still have to be able to pass some, even if you go with what I wanted this year, which was like 12 to 15 pass attempts a game, that's 12 to 15 opportunities, which is, by the way, more than any wide receiver gets most games. It's as much as some running backs get, especially in this Nebraska offense, 12 to 15 carries was about what you could expect from the top rusher from running back all game. You know, your top tacklers are going to be 12 to 15 tackles a game. It's so hard to hide a quarterback that, I think that's one of the things that makes it different. The other thing is, if the defense is as good as we think it can be again next year, you're getting a lot of guys back. Yeah, you have to figure some stuff out at linebacker, but defensive line, really good shape. Secondary, I think is going to be in really good shape. You get Tony White back, we hope, we think, you're going to be in really good shape. You almost owe it to your team to find somebody more competent than to make them suffer through another unknown season of quarterback play. Even if it's somebody who is solid, not spectacular, that's why I think you need to bring in two guys. I think you need to bring in a guy that is like rock solid, maybe like a Will Howard type from Kansas State, somebody like that, where it's like, hey, is this guy going to win a Heisman? Absolutely not. Is he going to be all Big Ten? Probably not. Is he going to keep us on the rails for most of the season? Yes. And then if you want to bring in some, uh, a developmental guy, obviously you've got Daniel Kalen coming in as a, as a high school guy that you want to try and develop. And he'll probably I think, uh, be a part of that early signing period. Yeah, I, I, believe, he, I believe he's uh, supposed to enroll early. But if you are going to be a developmental program, that's fine. But I think there's parts of the team that are too far advanced right now to m- make them suffer through – not at least having a chance at the quarterback spot, which is kind of what we saw this year. Now, obviously, that's not what they planned for this year, right? Because they thought Jeff Sims was going to be different and be the guy and at least be the guy that we saw at Georgia Tech, right? And he wasn't any of that. He just he turned into something else Yeah, but entirely. there was still inconsistency in his game when he got here. Like There people, was. People, that was noticeable. But there so was a, you have to find somebody that isn't noticeably inconsistent. Right. I think instead of taking the home run swing that they were with Jeff Sims, because I think they saw him and they're like, hey, if we can – develop him a little bit, he can turn into a superstar. I think you take, hey, we're going to take the real solid base hit here, 
in like a Will Howard or you know whoever else, right? Give me Will Rogers. Will Howard, give me, Will give me, Rogers. Give me just, that last name. Just the Wills. Mm-hmm. Give me it. Um, you know, Will Howard too was in that Heisman race the past two seasons, and er, he's been earlier, incredibly yeah. consistent. He's been a super consistent guy. I mean, what second most passing yards in the SEC, and he's got a Will what a ton of it. playing experience. Yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. Will, Will Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Will Howard's got the Adrian Martinez connection. Yeah, and, so so and that's he's already like rock solid. Rude, and he's just a rock solid guy. Right, but if you want to make a splash, should I save it? I'll save it. We'll save it for the next segment. A little bit of a tease here on Hard Sports Radio.